December 24th, 1998. 10.57am. Interview of Mrs. Angela Fraser. Present, Ms. Juliet Dacre, solicitor. Detective Superintendent Andrew D.L. Woman Police Constable Deirdre Collendale. And myself, Detective Chief Inspector Peter Pascoe. Mrs. Fraser, I should remind you that you are under caution. He was seated directly opposite Mrs. Fraser, with D.L. facing the solicitor. W.P.C. Collingwood was seated behind her colleagues and slightly to one side. Pascoe glanced round at her and gave her a reassuring smile. Poor kid. Nineteen years old, eighteen months in the job, recently engaged and probably looking forward to heading home at the end of her shift to a merry little Christmas with her fiancé and family. Then fate, in the irresistible form of Andy D.L., had volunteered her as token female presence at what promised to be a harrowing interview. No wonder she looked pale and unhappy. But she was the picture of health compared with Angela Fraser, a small, plumping woman in her early forties, though with thirty years pared off her face by the cosmetic of stress, which had pallid her cheeks and darkened her eyes to a waif-like mask. Her fingers, patched with burn dressings like a flaking mummy, picked restlessly at the small gold crucifix round her neck. Next to her, Juliette Dacre was doodling with a pencil in a leather-bound notebook. She was in her late twenties, with the kind of bright bouffant hair, pneumatic figure, and vacuously pretty face which would have got her the role of dumb blonde in any of the old Hollywood comedies. Pascoe was not fooled. He and Jules Dacre were long acquainted, and he knew all her ways. Opposite her, Andy D.L. was scratching the furrow under one of his chins, like a JCB excavating a drainage ditch, at the same time studying the contents of a box file with all the intensity of a medieval scholar. Pascoe could see that it contained a meat pie and a copy of the sports section of the local paper. The silence had stretched long enough now for small and distant sounds to make their presence felt. The low hiss of the tape, the occasional bubble of the radiator, a door banging, a faraway laugh, a gusting wind hitting the one high window and bringing with it faint snatches of once in Royal David City, the Sally Army band playing in the shopping precinct a quarter of a mile away.